Sigma Man Diaries Podcast. Let's get on with it, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. We can relax, 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 have fun, have fun, fun. Get a good laugh, laugh, laugh. Good information, Enjoy the show, the show, the show. I, I, I need to do what I do. Sigma Male Diaries. This is your host, Nigel McKnight of Sigma Male Diaries. I just figured I'd hop back on here, ladies and gentlemen, just to start up another conversation on how important are the dynamics of a household in regards to a family structure, um, a family's discipline, um, a family's, uh, you know, willing willingness and cooperation with, within the household itself, right? Within the nature of being um, codependent, right? Because nowadays, a lot of families, you know, are, some are sticking together, I would say, but as far as, you know, when you get your Western civilization, in regards to, like, you know, let's say the United States, where we are, right? For, for some of us that live in the United States, or where the Western civilization is actually trending to wherever you are, this whole modern mindset versus traditional lifestyle. Um, how important are the dynamics, though, the structure of, of an individual's house? Like, are women raised to be wives? Are the sons raised to be husbands? Are, you know, both parents in the household, are they married? Um, would there be a difference if the parents were in a long-term relationship versus, you know, being married? Um, what are the benefits and what are the disadvantages of um, having parents that are actually, you know, still in a relationship, they're not married, you know, this the biological children are his, versus a, a, a family that's actually married, a husband and wife. What do you think would be the um, advantages or are there any advantages or is there disadvantages or what are the disadvantages for something pertaining like that? Because those are two different scenarios, especially when it comes to like if the family was to split up, you know, for whatever reason, the mom decides she needs a break or the father feels as if he needs a break. You know, they're just a relationship. And people would say, well, if they were married, they could do the same thing. They will just be, you know, separated. Nobody won't know, but, you know, but it, it, it matters because what about the children? And I just wanted to put that out there. Do parents think about the outcomes and the end result of their children's behavior, you know, during the course of their relationships and their marriages? For the parents who put their children in their business in regards to Whatever dispute they have with either parent, you know, they would literally sit there and talk to the kid and put the kid in the pretense that, you know, if a person act like this or if they don't do that or, you know, be careful because sometimes people will be this way, but they never be that way. But they want you to think they're this way. A child shouldn't have to worry about that. A child is innocent. You know, allow a child to be innocent. You can teach that child to be aware of you know inappropriate touching and stuff like that but <clears throat> let a child remain a child though like you're you're a grown-up you're an adult 
I mean, you live X amount of years. You should understand what taking accountability is. Why confide in your in your children, though? Why not confide in your husband and or your wife? It's not too many men that would sit there and complain to their sons and their daughters about their mother's behavior. When they're older, yes, you know, like when they're probably 16, 17, where the children obviously knows, yeah, you know, there's something definitely going on here because mom and dad is sleeping in different rooms. Whatever the case is, they're visual. They see things. They know. And even if the child were to come to you, it depends. Like, I mean, what do you do? Do you tell them the truth? You know, they're 17, 18 years old. They're about to graduate. You know, they're happy, thinking everything. You know, both parents are going to be at the graduation and stuff like that. And next thing you know, the divorce came a whole lot sooner than the parents anticipated. Now, a day before the graduation, one of the fathers moving out, you know, he found a place. And I mean, it's a lot of stuff that happens. So the family dynamics, how important is it, especially when you're raising children and they have lives they have to live too. Because you have parents that try to outdo their parents. And I would say this, you know, they'd be like, well, my mother and father, you know, they had this type of job and we had to wear these type of clothes. And this is how, you know, my mother or my dad treated one another, whatever the case is. And I don't want this for me. So this is what I'm going to do for my life. You know what I'm saying? And this is the type of man I want. You know, her father can be a, a average salary earning man. Let's just say he can make 60000 a year. But she would say, well, you know, it was me and my two brothers. There was three of us. And, you know, my dad made 60000 My mom only made forty-five, And we, we still struggle. So I need a man to make this much. I mean, but you got to think about it, though. Three kids. That's that's five people. You know what I mean? So, you, you I mean, right there, the whole fear of that whole thing alone. Like, what make you think you're going to have, like, three kids, though? And a man that's, you know, nowadays, they making more money. It's not like it was back then. You know, opportunities are greater now with men. They don't need to go to college. Women either. You can just start your own business. Hey, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So what do you have for me? So, well, I was just listening to what you were saying, and I've only been listening for a few minutes, but, um, you know, it's crazy. Everything you're saying is, you know, pretty valid. Now that that um, I I'm an only child and I was raised by my mother and um, working full time, both parents being raised at a babysitter's, mm -hmm. and I wasn't I wouldn't say I was um, you know like. Uh, sheltered but it was hard it was hard to um as i got older to really understand that not everybody is as peaceful as my parents are with each other um not to mention that you know parents use their kids as you know leverage in certain situations and mm -hmm. don't take accountability for their thing for for things and you know, they kind of let, they expose their kids to things, you know, that hit them later in life. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, it's like a fine line and it's very gray. I'm like, you know, a balance. 
you know like what is what is being too good of a parent like and how is that price paid and then the opposite um you know so just a thought you know yeah there's nothing wrong with that I'm glad that you you know stopped doing give me some insight on you know what I was talking about because a lot of people don't figure this stuff out until they're older or they start to plan their life to have kids themselves because they have to reflect on, okay, am I ready to be a parent? This is what I was taught, you know, as far as how I was raised. I, you know, didn't have much because like you said, both parents are busy. The babysitter is basically the person that, that raises you. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, being picked up from school you know like I I was never I think I I remember one time my mom picking me up from school and it might have been on (laughs) 9-11 so um, you know I was like um, you know if I was you know if I was sick no I wasn't sick unless I had a fever you know I went to school no matter how I felt unless I had a fever and um, even to this day well I'm 35 now and I don't have to, I don't have kids, and I don't have siblings, and uh, you know now it's uh, sometimes I kind of wish my parents told you know made it a little harder for me. It would have you know kind of let me dodge some bullets later, later on in life, I guess, um, because yeah things like are things are not all perfect you know in the real world um and um, and pretty much if you don't know what to do don't do anything at all but don't premeditate it (laughs) especially when it comes to kids nowadays because they're so smart and they're and they're quick and they're meant to they're meant to be built like that you know they're they're going to be growing up in a world that is faster than a world that has ever existed. Right. That's true. And that's going to be important, you know, especially how they're raised, how they're, you know, their upbringing is, is carried out throughout the times they're able to make their own decisions. I mean, it's not too many children these days who really want to know what they want to be in life, though, really. I mean, it's just like, well, I don't know. I just want to be a basketball player. You know, they don't know why, but they just like the game. You know, because yeah. you know, the leadership, you know, especially with the single moms or let's just say, let's just say just an only child, for example. I mean, dealing with an only child syndrome can be, can be rough growing up as an as a only kid, you know, being yeah. lonely I mean, and bored and sometimes not, you know, trusting certain kids and people though like (laughs) being sheltered and everything you know yeah I haven't actually ever defined only only child syndrome yet (laughs) it's kind of funny (laughs) maybe it's just called straight denial you know <laughs> yeah. I probably shouldn't open that can of worms, but well, no, uh, you know, it's you know, it's just kind of balance, you know, balance and and the environment and 
you know, I can't, I can't say I would have been better or worse, you know, if I had siblings and there's no instructions on how to be a parent and, um, not even, uh, instructions on, you know, marriage or how to run a household. Um, you know, I mean, women weren't even allowed to like vote at some point, you know, cause, cause we're too emotional. You know, and, now it's like, and now we're like confiding in kids right <laughs> yeah that, that's how you should be with um, signing divorce papers as well that's when that's when the divorce rate like literally declined too because like you said there's somewhat of, a, of emotional things nine times out of ten though but that depends yeah. on um, just what that person want need and or desire if it's rational or not you know so even, even like how you raise your children though like can you really raise them to do better than you if you haven't experienced better like are you pressuring you know pressuring them too much too soon so it's a lot of things that where parents would live through their children <laughs> you know what I mean because they're so afraid of something going wrong in their lives yeah yeah especially now I think I think yeah I think parents now should just I think would learn more from their kids now you know it's kind of like let them lead right and kind of you know let them lead and just put like a big electric fence around them and and all the other kids and that you know you know don't do anything unless something like drastic happens right but other than that, just like let them be kids. Um, yeah, you and, um, and I have, I have like my godson's father. He talks about his mother, you know, right in front of him, and I'm like, he's four, and and I'm like, stop talking to him, like stop talking about her like that in front of him because he's gonna re- he won't he won't say anything now, but he'll remember it later when he's my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yep. um, he, he he's gonna have questions. He's gonna trust me. Like he will have questions, and it's gonna and you're gonna need answers. You're you right. Know? And it kind of it, it just kind of convolutes things, and it doesn't set any foundation. Right. It it, it kind of fondles with the the trust barrier too, though. On both mm-hmm. ends, a kid like because as you grow older, he realizes, hey, you know, dad, you lied, or you know, whatever the case is. Yeah. And that's why I say, or like, you know, mom, did you really do this? Like, right. Did you really do that, and then, you yeah. know, it's like. And that's why I'm surprised that some men. I was a single dad, but I chose to be a single dad. Like, I love being like I love my son and my daughter. You know, they're 19 and 26 now, but. You know, I mean, my daughter just moved out like two weeks ago. She's in med school. I'm free. You know what I mean? I'm still responsible yeah, wow. financially for her, but I just helped my son start his podcast and something else too that I have him doing too. So, but other than that, though, like I, I can't see how a man can like literally like sit there and get that emotional to where it's yeah, your mother. I mean, that is a kid. Like, go to counseling, go to therapy as an adult because you're going to implant something in that kid that shouldn't even be there or exist in the first place and toxicity, yeah. dysfunction. All that stuff will stem for a from a man as well. 
It's not just the yeah. women. Men men would do it too. Yeah. You know, just that women yeah. are more in the position of single mothers than they're single fathers, but these guys have to be a, a great example. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh I, I mean, I, I definitely encourage everyone to kind of like get their cooking some kind of therapy. Right. You can come back, uh, Pillar. But yeah, it's important, ladies and gentlemen. It's not always the women. I'm telling you, you have some men that, to me, I, I mean, I don't typically judge people. I just tell you the, the facts on, like, how I see things. It's only one or two ways, logical or irrational. You know, I mean, men can be just as feminine as, as women would or should be. And it's sad that as a man, you're a leader, provider, protector. Why would you even put a child, an innocent child, in a grown-up's business? Anyway, leave that kid out of it. That kid don't need to hear anything negative about his parent from either parent. They made that choice as parents to sleep together and have unprotected sex, whether the condom broke or something happened. That is the end result of your decision. A child and that child should be allowed to live a healthy, normal life as a kid. Keep your children out of your business. Grown-ups don't gossip. We find solutions. We find resolves if there's any conflict. Don't need to be going back and forth at each other because you simply disagree. Look at it from the, you know, the interest of the child. For the best interest of the child at that. It's not always about you and her. What you want from this grown up or what you want from that grown up. That kid needs something from both of y'all. And that's something that a lot of parents have to understand. They at each other next, but then they sitting back looking at the kid after that kid overheard the argument, whether it's on the phone or whether it's a person, and you want to look at the kid and go, well, what's wrong, baby? Is it really that normal? Are you really that psychotic to even sit there and act like that's not supposed to affect the child? And then you wonder why the child is growing up having some type of like animosity towards you, starting to feel some type of way as they get older, the kid is confused. And then, you know, you break up, whoever got custody of the kid, it's another woman coming in that child's life or another man. I mean, it goes back and forth, man. I never had, ever since I had my daughter, I mean, I'm telling you right now, my daughter only seen one, one, one no, two, two women, two women, man, that's it. You know what I mean? And that's it. And I've been single for the last two and a half years. Like, literally. You know what I mean? I'm like, like it's, yeah, it's different, man. Like, this, this life is too short to be sitting back thinking, like, what you should have done when you could do something about it now. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is my show on how important are the dynamics of a household, specifically as a parent, but as a family. I mean, do you think as a parent that when you when you have children that you really put them first and you make more sacrifices because there are going to be things that you need or want but then again you have you have a child you have to to supply needs and stuff for that's for both parents you know in the house or not but do you ever stop and think now that you're no longer living for you now you're living for your legacy though you're living as not only just as a wife or a husband but you are a mother and a father now do you understand what priorities are when it comes down to actually being a family? Yeah, I understand your husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend, but you're, you're raising a child, someone that's completely innocent to your lifestyle. 
Why should they have to suffer your consequences and results of you making what? Another bad choice? Why can't you be man or woman enough to keep your kids out your business? Why they gotta even feel what you feel? Because you hurt, you want your kids to know what hurt is too? Maybe because you dysfunctional, you want your kids to be dysfunctional too? Does misery really love company just that much you willing to sacrifice your child's innocence and peace? Are you really serious though? This is what grown-ups are today. You gossip with your kids. Really? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Now, I really really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to my talk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have more formal talks where people can uh, just join the talk. May we have a good conversation, ladies and gentlemen. All right. And this is your host. Nigel McKnight, ladies and gentlemen, check me out on YouTube, Sigma Male Diaries, as well as Sigma Male Diaries on Spotify, Stitcher, Reason FM. I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Amazon Music, I'm on Radio Public, and I'm on Podpage. You can hit me up on Podpage and um, hit my website, repercussionsapparel.com, and my brand is Rockaware. I am an author and a writer as well. My book is Repercussions. What happens in the dark will come to light. And I do have a movie endorsement with that with Pearson Media to have that book actually made into a, a movie. Where right now, um, I understand, you know, explain COVID and stuff, you know, it's just tough, man. I'm not even trying to, um, I'm in New York. I'm not about to make any bank trips. But the opportunity still lies where it is. And I'm not tripping because, hey, they move and I move. Just like that. Yes, sir. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to get up on out Chia. And uh, I really appreciate you guys listening in. And thanks for the love and support. Remember to follow me and everything like that. And I will follow you back. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And this is your host, King Nigel of Sigma Male Diaries. Some of you might like what I say. But then again, some of you might not. But I don't give a fuck. And I really don't. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all stay safe and be blessed. That I'm not.